What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Neanderthal Society Podcast. Today, we have a very, very, very special treat for you guys. We're not doing a regular episode today. This is not a long, long-form, one-on-one deep-dive interview like we normally do. Anybody who's listened to the show before knows that's kind of our thing. We do long interviews. Today is not that. Today, we're doing something different. Today, we're giving you guys a bonus episode. In honor of the powerhouse shows this weekend and the collaboration that we're dropping with them, nothing to prove, powerhouse retrospective zine, this thing is fucking bulky. Like, (laughs) it's pretty sick. I'm really proud of it. I'm really happy with it. Everybody who's been working on the team is killing it. Shout out Matt. Seriously killed it. Kyle from Dead at Birth Fanzine killed it. Jeremy Lux, Dayton, Jerry Guzman, Samantha, Martin, of course Martin, Andrew DiMaggio. We've got so many clutch people on this team, and shout out to each and every one of them for working hard. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. It could not have gotten done without your help, so thank you all. Um, yeah, we got a lot of cool shit in there. We got amazing contributions from Joey from Second Coming, Ian from Redemption A7, Brett from Ignite, Freddie Madball, Scott Vogel's in there, Craig Satari from Sick of It All, Chris Wynn from In Effect, Bill Wilson from Blackout, Armando from Fahrenheit is in there. We got all the powerhouse guys in there. There's old stuff, new stuff, never before seen stuff. It's fucking rad. Um, So in honor of what we did, we're dropping a special episode. A few days ago, I received a DM. I had reached out to a bunch of people that Powerhouse was close with, had played with, toured with, just had a connection with, and uh, asked around to see who wanted to get involved. Pretty much everybody just jumped at the opportunity. So thank you to everybody who contributed. Thank you. Um, unfortunately, one person couldn't get into the zine in time, but he really wanted to be involved. So today we're talking of any stigma. That's right. The godfather of New York hardcore. The man, the myth, the legend, Vinny Stigma, is on the Neanderthal podcast today. And we're talking about Powerhouse. (laughs) This is not a traditional Neanderthal-style interview. We're not deep diving with Vinny today. He will come back. He will have his own episode. But today we're talking about Powerhouse. So in honor of the shows this weekend, both sold out at the Parkside, that's what we're doing. So I want to say thank you to everybody who helped. I want to thank the band, Eddie, Chris, Abe, Walter, and Casey. Thank you all for giving us the honor and privilege to work on this. I want to say rest in peace to Ernie. I want to say thank you to everybody for following. 
just the amount of support that we got with this thing is, it's been crazy. <laughs> like seriously, everybody just jumped at the opportunity to be involved. And it means a lot because Powerhouse means a lot to me. So I'm going to read something that I wrote. And then we'll get into the stigma interview. But the guys asked me to put something together for the zine. And this is what I wrote. Back in 1997, when I was only 15 years old and still a sophomore in high school, I met an older skinhead kid named Armand. I was just discovering the local Bay Area punk and hardcore scenes at the time, and basically soaking up everything I could get my hands on. Armand being older than me, I asked him to make me a mixtape with some local Oi and skinhead bands. He said no problem, and told me to bring him a blank tape. So I did. Several weeks went by, and I patiently waited and waited, and I still never received my tape. Feeling somewhat slighted, I eventually came to school and confronted Armand about it. He ultimately apologized and claimed that he'd forgotten to dub the tape, but that he would make things right and bring it to school the next day. The following day, Armand showed up with a mixtape for me. He had used a much cheaper and inferior brand than the blank 90-minute Maxell tape that I had originally given to him. When he handed it to me, I looked at the handwritten names on the cover, and I was honestly pretty annoyed. I didn't recognize most of them, and I felt frustrated that he had made me wait so long for something that I didn't really ask for or even want in the first place. Armand could see the visible look of disappointment on my face and told me, don't worry, you'll like this better. When I took the tape home and put it on, I was immediately blown away. The first song was called Nothing Sacred by a local Oakland hardcore band that I'd only ever heard about, but never actually heard before. Powerhouse. When I pressed play, it was like a punch right to the face. The music was raging, fast, ferocious, raw, angry, pissed off, straightforward, New York-influenced hardcore, and I immediately loved it. As I listened to the rest of the tape, I was floored by everything else that followed. I didn't realize it at the time, but Armand had made me a copy of the 10 years later compilation on Bossa Nova Records. The tape also featured other local hardcore staples like Redemption 87, Rely, Hoods, Model American, and Second Coming, as well as some heavy hitters I was already familiar with, like Seven Seconds, AFI, and Rancid. Although I quickly fell in love with most of the bands on the tape, something about Powerhouse struck me differently. I couldn't quite pinpoint why, but I was hooked. Powerhouse quickly became a new local favorite of mine, and I jumped at any and every opportunity to go see them play live. Powerhouse shows in the late 90s were amazing. The energy of the crowd was equally frightening and infectious. At times, it was absolute chaos. Powerhouse incited pandemonium, pun intended, in parentheses, <laughs> wherever they played. And to this day, those shows were some of the most memorable I've seen. Simultaneously exhilarating and terrifying, fun and scary, 
innocent and violent, all in the same breath. Barry Hardcore shows in the late 90s had a very real element of danger that is often imitated, never duplicated, while conversely possessing a youthful excitement and innocent enthusiasm that no one could possibly deny. Those formative experiences forever shaped me. In the years to follow, I would immerse myself in the local hardcore scene and everything that it entailed. Hardcore in the barrier was rough, rugged, exciting, and new. At the time, and I was still an angry, alienated, pissed-off teenager, hardcore fit me like a glove. The lifestyle was all-consuming, and I dove straight into the deep end, head first. Hardcore was my life, and my life was hardcore. Period. Nearly 25 years later, it's surreal to look back on it all. At barely 15 years old, I randomly heard a powerhouse song in a mixtape that a friend from school gave to me, and that tape ultimately altered the course of my life. Powerhouse were my legitimate gateway and point of entry into the local scene that shaped me and irrevocably changed my life forever. Because of hardcore, I became a father. Because of hardcore, I was able to play music. Because of hardcore, I was able to travel. Because of hardcore, I made lifelong friends. Because of hardcore, I had a release. Because of hardcore, I found refuge. Because of hardcore, I found purpose. Because of powerhouse. I want to say thank you to each and every one of the guys that's ever played in that band. This is coming from my heart. Powerhouse means more to me than any Bay Area hardcore band. They always will. Doing this and doing this show, doing this episode, putting out the zine, it's been a surreal experience. It's been an honor and a privilege. So I want to say thank you to everybody for helping. I want to say thank you to Martin. Thank you to Samantha. Thank you to Kyle and Matt. Matt, oh my God, thank you so much, dude. Thank you to Andrew DiMaggio. Thank you to Dayton and Jeremy and Jerry Guzman. And to anybody else I may have forgotten. Shout out Zach Nelson. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for supporting the Anthol. And without getting any, any sappier than we already have, the godfather of New York hardcore is here. He blessed us with a short and brief, short and sweet conversation about the greatest Bay Area hardcore band of all time. He was hilarious. He was genuine. He was heartfelt. He was highly entertaining. We did not censor, edit, filter this conversation in any way, shape, or form. So here it is. Vinny Stigma. Hope to see everybody at the shows this weekend. We'll have the zine available. 
hit up me and Martin. If you miss out, you miss out, but fear not, we'll have them online. So stay tuned for that. Much love. Here's Stigma. Hello. Vinny. Who's this? This is Nathan. What's up, man? How you doing? Nathan, how are you? Waiting on your phone call. I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for setting aside the time. I appreciate it yeah, so no much, problem. man. Where are you? I'm out in California. I'm in the Bay Area. Like, uh, oh, yeah? j- just right outside Oakland, actually. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. I know that area. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just got to say it, man, before we get started, I'm a fucking huge, huge, huge fan of Agnostic Front uh, and Powerhouse both. So this is seriously such an honor and a privilege. So thank uh, you so much. It, it's an honor for me to do it, man. No big deal. So just uh, chilling here. I, I, I almost forgot about the phone call because I was cooking. Yeah, what you cooking? I made bruk larab, like a bit of broccoli, and uh, I had a baston bread and uh, gorgonzola cheese. Sounds on, good. Like a, on the bread with the, uh, with the it's so good. <laughs> Can I ask you, man, how's, how's Roger doing? Doing good. He's doing better? Yeah, he's doing better. That's good to hear, man. I like wishing him a speedy recovery from, oh, you know, from yeah, all of us, right, from the whole scene, from the whole yeah. barrier, you know? Yeah, I hear you. What, do you. what is this, a podcast? Yeah, yeah. So um, I actually do a podcast. Um, we're kind of doing something different today because I had asked, I had hit up Mike and asked him if you wanted to uh, contribute anything to this. We were doing a zine. Like yeah, it's a, we're on now, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm recording right now. So, um, oh, good. Basically, uh, basically, we were trying to put the zine together, and I wanted to see if you know if you had a quote or a story. And then Mike hit me back, and he was saying that you would be you would like to do it on the phone more, and that you probably had some really cool stories. So I said, "Fuck it, let's do it, man." So here we are. <laughs> yeah, well, as far as the Bay Area goes, like you know, I, it was about Ernie Cortez, right? Yeah, we're gonna. Be, well, I'm gonna ask you all about Powerhouse and Ernie. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You want to? Uh, do you remember the right. first? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, go right ahead. You start. I was gonna say. Um, well, first of all, thank you so much again. Um, do you remember the first time you heard you heard about Powerhouse, or the first time that you became aware of them? Jeez, you know, I I really don't remember. But you know, like it was like like anything has like verbal abuse. You know what I mean? Powerhouse. How do you know these names? You know. You know, it's just that uh, friends through hardcore, I know it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And do you remember what you thought the first time you heard them? Like, were you into the music or what? Were, yeah, what, we how'd played you feel with about them it? a bunch of times. And I noticed, I, I know when we went to that area, they were the band. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Do I you- even played like the firehouse. Remember the place that got robbed? Oh, that was, that was way before my time, man. Way before oh. my time. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I, they had like a little, Ernie had like a little club going on. Yeah, Bomb Shelter, Bomb Shelter. That was 97. Right, right, yeah, right. I was going to shows then. I was I was only 15 back then, so I was just a young okay. buck just finding it all. I hear you. Yeah. yeah but that was a good, that was a good, uh, a good uh, spot. I played there a bunch of times with Ernie, and I went to, you know, and he always was kind to me, and we always had, he always made me take the, we used to go to the barbecues and I used to eat the fucking hot peppers. He said, wow, I can't believe you eat those peppers. I'm like, yeah, my grandmother makes hot peppers too, you know. 
You know, I, as a matter of fact, they had a hot pepper cherry tomato. Well, they're not that. They're hot, but not hot like I, you know. Uh, I had cherry tomatoes today on my sandwich with yeah. the super sad. Yeah. You know, it was, it was good. It was good. So do you remember the first time you would have met uh, Ernie in person or the rest of the band? I don't really know. I mean, I guess like, you know, hanging, playing a show. What, was it out here or out um, out in New York? Because I know I, I, I know think the it was out there. I okay. think it was out there. Now we're going back what twenty five years? How many years we're going back? Yeah, Powerhouse started like uh, ninety two. So I think the first. I mean, you know what I mean? It's a lot of years. Oh, it's That's a lot almost, of years. A lot of years. Yeah, it'd be almost thirty years. I think the first time that they played on the East Coast, they did they did a tour and they came out and they actually played your guys' reunion at the Wetlands. Do you remember that show? Uh, Madball filmed the, I think it was the Pride video the same day or the same weekend. Oh, and yeah? You guys, did, uh, you guys did maybe two or three songs at Wetlands. It was you and Madball, 25 to Life, Powerhouse. Do you remember? I, I really, I, on and off, yeah, no. It, it was the first it was the first af show back after you guys little uh vacation that you took back in uh the mid 90s yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i always say agnostic front a shot stabs in prison <laughs> yeah well uh eddie told me that that was one of his one of his favorite shows that he ever saw till this day he, oh eddie eddie he's great my pal eddie yeah he's a troublemaker <laughs> he's a funny dude shout out to eddie i got the troublemaker shirt i wear around everybody always comments hey troublemaker that's right that's his band after powerhouse yeah 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 i love that name that's a great name oh absolutely absolutely so um after you guys linked up at that show i'm pretty sure that would have probably been when you guys got to know each other i'm guessing uh do you remember taking them you guys brought them out to europe yeah right we took them out to europe they, they, you know, and uh, I played, they, they played a short set. It's like, why? You guys are off already? They're like, yeah, we're done. I'm like, oh, man, I got to go on now, man. <laughs> you know? Throw the bucket of ice on that stage. Cool it down, man. These guys are hot. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they were, so, uh, they were we, killing it, it back just, then. The best part of the Still show was it. just Powerhouse and Agnostic Front. And back then, I had Willie in the band. The band was different. We had different guys in the band, you know? And it was really funny. And I was the pizza, and Ernie was the burrito. Like, you know? <laughs> I, they went, Where's the pizza and the burrito, they used to say. Because me and him used to hang and drink with each other, you know? We all drank. But Ernie, Ernie was my drinking partner. I got a picture of him in my bedroom, and every time I take a gaganda, I say, hey, I'm dropping the chalupa. <laughs> that's hilarious you get you, i love him a great guy i got the, the i got the shirt i wear it uh doomsday device shirt oh absolutely I, uh, amazing band i wore it in uh, 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 uh over there in san francisco i wore it and i i changed my clothes like a backstage and i forgot it but somebody my friend eric he saved it washed it and sent it to me how great is that hey that's a good friend right there yeah you go it's, that's you know big that's chris's gang in there you know yeah and yeah Danny and chris and all the fellas you know a bunch of good guys out there 
Yeah. Um, can I ask how that connection kind of came about between the New York dudes and the Oakland dudes, OBHC, DMS? How'd you guys, I, how'd you guys I, link I, up? Yeah. You know, I don't know, but the only thing I think, uh, is uh, maybe Chris cause he's from Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe that is, you know, I really don't know. I, I, you know, I, I just go around. I know like, you know, the band, come on, let's go. But where's the biz? You know, let's go, you know? Yeah. I, they had Jay on drums at the time. Eddie, Ernie, and Chris. That was the crew. Yeah. You know? Uh, and uh, it was great, man. Fucking, I'm telling you, we used to throw, in the bus, we would be throwing bottles at each other. Like, joking around. You know, like fucking around. And one time, fucking, I don't know, somebody threw a bottle hit Willie right in the nuts. It was fucking great. <laughs> we were cracking bottles over each other's heads. We were throwing bottles at people. You know, in Amsterdam, when the, the boat goes by, we were throwing bottles at people. Like six in the morning, <laughs> we were out all night bar hopping. You can't do that today. No, can't no, do that today. no. Forget about it. It was a different time. It was great. I tell you the truth, they didn't really do a lot of tours. But that was one of those, dead, one of the powerhouses, momentous tour almost. That we took them out. They played them. They took them to Europe, all over Europe. You name, you know, like a thousand countries in Europe. Then they played in front of a big crowd every night. You know, and uh, we became friends. And uh, you know, it, it was just a natural thing. You know. It was a good fun to have friends in Oakland, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Do you do you remember how long you guys were on the road for that Europe Europe tour? Like a uh, month or definitely so. Definitely, like you know, the normal three three weeks to a month. It must have been a month because we were in a bus. Because if it's two weeks, uh, you know, even I could put up with a van. I don't care. You know, get me a fucking hotel. You know, I don't give a shit. You know, but. Uh, more than that, you should be, you know, especially, especially like in the winter, you know what I mean? It, it, it's rough touring, you know, and, you know, it sucks if you're on the road and you, and you get sick, you get the flu on the road. It's the worst. I fucking hate it. <laughs> but uh, Absolutely. anyway, I had the COVID speaking of the flu. Oh, no. How are you doing? How are we doing now? I had it. I had it last year. I had it on my birthday. I got it. And it lasted me for like really a month. Oh, but wow. I took an extra, yeah, it took a month. And then, then it, 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 uh, I took a few extra days. You know, I wound up getting the shot, but my body ain't the same. You know, maybe because I haven't been on stage, I sit home, play guitar. It's going to be two years. Yeah. Right? I, I, I'm sitting home playing guitar. The other day, I says, ah. Let me stand up and put my strap on. Like, let me stand up. I was like, whoa, that's far away. <laughs> it was like, you know, the neck is like, a, you know, I got to get, you know, whoa. You got to get readjusted to it. You know, I, I, just before the pandemic, uh, on uh, in January of 2020, uh, I played the London Academy. Uh, right? So, uh, I was the only reason why I, I remember was the day Kobe Bryant died. Oh, that's crazy. And that was the last show I played. Wow. Yeah. 
And, so, you know, then after that, they closed down the country. After that, put a poop, put a peep. I got sick. I stood in a couple of poop. You know, here we are. We're trying to get through this fucking thing. We got that motherfucking, uh, what's his name? That Kakirone. Kavachi. I found gold with that guy. <laughs> fucking hate that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So, Kakirone. You know, <laughs> I just hate him. Yeah, I bet. Um, so obviously, Roger's kind of going through it right now. You guys don't have any plans to to play any shows in the immediate future, right? Well, I think maybe uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna start rehearsals this weekend. Oh, uh, that's good news. And, and yeah, I need it. I'm out of shape. I need it bad. So, uh. I think we might do something in Europe in uh, uh, March, late March, I believe, mid to late March. That'll be I, sick. I hope. Yeah. I, I think that's the plan in there, you know? But I'm the last guy to know anything. So you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> well, yeah, fin- fingers crossed for you, man. They fingers tell me crossed. to go there, I go there. They tell me to go there, I go over there. What do I give a fuck? I go anywhere you want, but just point the fucking direction. <laughs> any uh any plans of coming back out to the bay Area and maybe linking up with the powerhouse dudes and do, doing some shows well, I, or i'm sure when we can i'm sure we will you know and i want to go to a different mexican restaurant because i'm tired of that one which <clears throat> which one is it do you remember i don't know i make chris take me to is it in oakland or sf yeah, in Oakland. I believe it's in Oakland. Okay, it's probably, I think it's La Perla. That's the one that those guys really like. Because, so. you know, anyway, you know, because I love all kinds of crazy foods. You know, I love, I could live anywhere. I could eat anything. So you, I love it. you've been all over the world, man. I got to ask you, I mean, I know we're, you know, we're talking about Powerhouse, but you've been everywhere. So can I ask you, what's your favorite place to play and what's your favorite stuff to eat on tour? Well, I go in categories. You know what I mean? America is good because you could pull off the road and, and hit a Denny's like four in the morning or something to that effect. You yeah. Know what I mean? And you know as what you're getting far, too because it's the same everywhere. What, as far, no, I don't. I don't like Denny's, but you know, I'm not one to, if somebody wants to go, I go along. This is just food culture, you know, because now when you're in Europe, you, 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 the only place that you, you, they got like these gas stations in between, and that's about it. And you got, what are you going to get? A bratwurst. You got to get German stuff, uh, uh, apple strudel, you know what I mean? But if you're in like the East Blocks, they don't even have that. You know what I mean? They got like these ice cream bars that everybody buys. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> fucking gelato over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. But uh, I, when I'm in Japan and there's only Japanese food, wow, I love how everybody cracks. Yeah. Then we're in like Mexico and there's only Mexican food because I can eat it morning, breakfast, morning, go lunch every day for the rest of my life. No problem. Don't bother my stomach. Oh, bother my stomach. This, that, and the other day. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> I could eat anything anywhere. And then you go to Europe. You know what I mean? You go here, you go like Italy, you know, but, but I'm Italian. I know Italian food. Unless you take me to a restaurant, that's going to be tutanese. You know what I mean? You know, then I could, 
I, I'm like, you know, I got to have a chef. Then I said, wow, the food is good. Because, you know, Italy there was, and France there was. But get me, get me anywhere. I fucking go, you know. Germany, I like uh, German food too. I had, we were touring a lot in Germany. So when I'm in Germany, I always have uh, Jäger schnitzel on the Schnitzel? <laughs> Chick- chicken, right? the same shit every night. I'm like, shut up. Is breaded chicken, right? Schnitzel? Yeah, yeah. It's like a chicken cup. You can't go wrong. <laughs> you know, a little, a little uh, bratta frittata, a little of this, a little of that. You know? Do you remember uh, what you guys would be uh, when you and Powerhouse were out in Europe together? What kind of stuff were you guys eating? Uh, other than just yeah, smashing people with bottles, what were you guys getting into? Yeah, Any good like, road stories? Well, you know, oh, with the catering? Oh, well, just any of it. I mean, yeah, what, what were you guys getting into just when you guys were out there together? No, we, we they ate like I like I just kind of explained. You know, like it like that we, we always have continental, basically. And then you you eat whatever the, the promoter, like take it to a restaurant or you'll have food shipped in or whatever. Yeah, whatever's on the rider. Or whatever. But uh we always have all day long. Uh, breakfast and lunch is continental like you know cheese bread you know they got all the drinks all the coffee you know all the you know maybe hot hot pies and stuff like that and then for lunch they'll have a little something and uh, whatever you know yeah for sure it depends on the tour depends on the club um you know so can i depends ask you on the chefs. yeah can I ask you about uh, drinking with the powerhouse guys? Yeah, uh, I knew it was, who who I knew it who was, had the biggest, who had the highest tolerance, and who was the most fun to drink with? I don't know. I think uh, I I think uh, Jay he could knock them off. Yeah, big big Jay he could knock them off big. I would have guessed yeah. Eddie. <laughs> it was, it, it, and it, yeah, it's a rough one because it. I mean, there's a lot of contenders when it comes to, you know, it's like the the great the the greatest alcoholics of all time, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it, it was really great. It was just a fun trick, and you know, it's they're fun to drink with, you know. And I, I had a lot of good fun with the fellas. Yeah, and, he- I, and I miss those times. They were great guys, and everybody remember Oakland's finest powerhouse. Absolutely. Absolutely. You just said it, Oakland's finest. Um, any standout shows from that tour? Anything that you were like, wow, this show was like really amazing? Yeah, we had a we had a lot. We had a lot of them. You know, Berlin, Rome, or whatever. You know what I mean? We we had a lot of them. We, they, they were a lot of, you know, a lot of good shows. And were you guys doing any like big fests on that on that tour with Powerhouse? Uh I don't. Th- I think we. I don't. I. I don't think so. That that wasn't like the era of like yeah, wait, Dynamo wait, and stuff. I know I've done fests with them. You know, I might have done a festival or two with them. You know, I'm not good at remembering a lot of things. I just remember they were my friends. I went on tour. I drank with them. You know, I miss. I, I miss them every time I see the fellas. You know, it's it's always a a good thing. You know. Uh, you know, Eddie's a great guy, man. You know, Big J was a great guy, great guy. But, you know, Ernie loved Ernie. You can't, you know, 
they were just great guys. I, I had a good, good fun. Yeah, you got any um, you got any good Ernie memories or any good stories about Ernie? The Peppers, I I gave it a Peppers. He cracked the bottle over my head. I told, go ahead, yeah, crack that fucking bottle over. <laughs> yeah, can you tell we that? Can drunk. you tell that story? We were, yeah, we were we were both drunk, so we stopped pushing each other, like fooling around, but only in, uh, in cool, right? And he pushed me, I pushed him. I said, oh, yeah, go ahead. You think you got a bottle? Crack that fucking bottle over my head. Hey, crack the bottle over my head. <laughs> Just full on. You fucking gun, you broke that bottle. Everybody laughing. Oh, it was did that, he bu- that did was- he bust you open? Were you bleeding or anything? No, I didn't bleed at all. <laughs> Just a freak yeah, of nature. That's hilarious. I, that, I swear to God. Uh, everybody was there. Fucking, what do you call, uh, throwing bottles at people, drunk, running after people, that big J. Fucking, you know, crazy, crazy. That, you know, but uh, it was a good tour, good memories. And I got a good picture, Eddie. I tried to scroll it up, and I couldn't find it in my phone for this for this interview. Uh, it's all good. If you send it to me, I'll I'll definitely post it. I have a good one of you and Ernie uh, drinking on the bus together. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing oh, wow. it's somewhere. Um, I collected a bunch of stuff for the zine we put together. So uh, yeah, I found that one. I think I'm guessing you guys are in Germany or something. I'm not sure, but you're definitely on the bus together. You guys got your arms around each other and like beers, oh, beers in your hands. Wow. I'll send it to you, actually. I'll send it to you. All right. You got my address, right? Of course. I'll text it to you. (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm old school, man, you know? For sure. For sure. Uh, It was nice. No. Yeah, what? Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, I don't want to keep you for too, too long. I know you're a busy guy. No, I'm not busy at all. This is what I'm doing. All right. Well, if you want to get into it, you got some more powerhouse stuff. I mean, we can go for as long as you want, man. I tell you the truth, uh, I, I, uh, you got to ask uh, 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 Chris. He he got a lot of dates and flies and stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. What can I say? Powerhouse, fucking uh, Oakland's finest. Absolutely. And I love you, kid, for doing this. Yeah, pre- thanks a lot for this here stuff. I appreciate you, man. Um, you got. Right, I'm gonna be signing off. I you- think I ran out of gas. All good, man. Hey, so that was Vinny Stigma, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, can hey. I can I ask? Would yeah. you would you be uh would you be willing to come down and do a proper Vinny Stigma interview at some point? Hey, you know I'm o- I'm always there. I'm sorry I had to do it this way because. I'm not good with the technology. Like, Don't even I'm worry not. about it, man. You're perfect. You killed it. So thank you so much. Right. I appreciate you so much, man. Hey, thanks a lot, brother. I keep, thanks for keeping the faith with the fellas. Absolutely, man. You have a good night. Take care. Hey, get right, well soon, too. Roger, too. All right. Thank you. God bless. God bless, thank man. You, have Oakland. a good night. Oakland Raiders. All right. So that was Vinny Stigma. I want to say thanks to Vinny. Uh, massive thank you to Vinny for setting aside that time to come on. Um, can't wait to have him on the show. So stay tuned for that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Life's a trip sometimes. Um, doing the show, doing Neanderthal. It's just crazy to to be in a position to 
do things and talk with people that I grew up on this shit. You know, I was a little kid growing up on this stuff. So to be getting texts from Vinny Stigma is, yeah, it's wild. So thank you, Vinny, for setting aside that time. Thank you, Mike Gallo, for hooking that up. Huge shout out to him. Um, would not have happened without him. want to say thanks to everybody for following and for supporting Neanderthal. Uh, if you guys want to check out shirts or anything, neanderthal-society.com. We're offering free shipping on all domestic orders. We will have copies of the Nothing to Prove zine uh, available in the web store, hopefully sometime next week. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully we'll be seeing most of you at the show on Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. I want to send another huge shout out again to the team. Shout out Martin. Shout out Matt, Jeremy, Samantha, Kyle, Andrew DiMaggio. Shout out everybody who contributed. Brett from Ignite. Zach Nelson. Freddie Mabal. Vogel. Armando. Chris Wynn, Bill Wilson, anybody I'm forgetting, I'm sorry. Um, It's been a long night (laughs) working hard to get this thing done. Um, Thank you guys. Thank you for the support. Yeah, powerhouse is the shit. Hope everybody has a good night. Be safe. Be good. Much love. Hardcore lifts. Peace out.